0: Welcome back to the Saucy Football Breakdown Podcast, where I am on a mission to demystify the beautiful game for everyone, just in time for the 2026 World Cup, excitement that is building up across the good old U.S. of A. I'm Michael, and if you're new to soccer or eager to learn more about what makes this game tick, you've come to the right place. My special series here, aimed at breaking down the game one position at a time, continues today. Having explored the crucial role of center backs in our last episode, I'm now going to turn the attention to the players who command the flanks. And that is what we call fullbacks or wingbacks. These positions are pivotal in both defense. And attack because they embody the modern game's true dynamism and versatility. So, ladies, gentlemen, children, babies, cats, ducks, birds, and chickens, go ahead, and lace up your boots, and let's dive into the beautiful world of fullbacks and center backs. So, let's start with the positional overview. I'm going to give you a definition here. What is a fullback. A fullback is traditionally a defensive player that is positioned on either side of the center back. While wingbacks are usually more attacking, they're more attacking minded and they play further up the pitch on the wings. So they're not exactly right next to the center back. They're just a little bit further ahead of them and their responsibilities are less defensive. And more offensive primarily, because they need to occupy that really, really wide space out wide. Now, both of these roles are essential for a team's defensive solidarity and their offensive width, as I just explained, because they offer support in both areas of the field. So what are their key responsibilities? Well, they have marking duties just like center backs do. They need to mark the opposing wingers, and they need to block crosses and prevent breakthroughs down the sides. What that means is guard your man on the outside, don't let him pass the ball inside, and don't let him run behind you. It's pretty simple. They also need to support the attack. So, as I said, so wingbacks have more of an offensive role in this scenario. And they, their job is to provide width. They also should deliver crosses into the box. And we'll get to breaking down what those terms mean. But for the basics, what that really just means is they get all the way forward until they're in front of the opposition's goal. And while they're out wide, they play these big, wide passes that go inside and they try to land a ball to their teammates that are standing right in front of the goal. And they also have a responsibility of creating what we call overloads in offensive phases. And what an overload is, is basically just trying to outnumber the defense as much as possible. So while you have all of your offensive players that are forward, a fullback or a wingback, also go ahead and push forward to create what we call an overload or, in simple terms, a number advantage so that there's more offensive players and defensive players, thus increasing their chances to score. Another one of their key responsibilities is transitional play. These players are key in transitioning from defense to attack. And they are very, very often involved in buildup because, like I said, they occupy that wide space. So what types of skills and attributes should a fullback or a wingback have? Well, the number one that sticks out to me when you watch these guys play is they need to have some speed and they need to have some stamina. Because they need the ability to cover these long distances quickly and repeatedly. And that's essential for supporting both offense and attack. When you watch just a fullback, you're going to see these guys hustling up and down the field, typically at a more, at more of a sprint than almost any other players because of their dual responsibilities. On most teams, these are likely the positions that get subbed because it's so physically demanding. But they should also possess... Technical skills, again, they need to be good on the ball. They need to be proficient in crossing and passing, which, again, is just whipping these really high-velocity passes into the people that are standing in front of goal. And they also need to be capable of delivering quality balls into dangerous areas for their teammates to be able to make something happen with. They should also have defensive abilities. They have to be strong one-on-one defenders able to make crucial tackles and interceptions because they're going to be out wide in space. And when they're out wide in that space, the offense, when the wingback or fullback is on defense, that offensive player that's out there is called, traditionally they're called wingers. And what these wingers, these are probably some of the best athletes on the team. They're usually the fastest guys on the team and they have the best ball skills. And so because of that, these wingbacks and fullbacks need to have some of the best defensive abilities to try and counteract that. Lastly, these guys need to be versatile. They need to be adaptable and they need to switch between defense and offense at a moment's notice. As soon as that ball changes possession, they got to be able to figure out what their role and responsibility is, and then fill that role and responsibility. So let's talk about iconic fullbacks, some of the best to ever do it. There's Cafu, and he is renowned for his incredible stamina and offensive capabilities. Cafu epitomized the attacking fullback role for Brazil and AC Milan. And we'll get to what it means to play for your country and for a club because there are, there are different responsibilities there. Another player that you should Google is Roberto Carlos, and he is famous for his powerful shots, exceptional physicality. He redefined a left-back position with his ability to attack. A lot of times before Roberto Carlos really changed the game of his position, fullbacks were just thought of as center backs that guard wide spaces, and they weren't really known for going forward. But what Roberto Carlos did was that he redefined all that because he was such a good attacker and also a world-class defender. And another iconic player that I think you should Google is Danny Alves. He's known for his technical skills and attacking contributions, and he has been a model for the modern wingback role. Again, wingbacks just have a little bit more offensive role than a fullback, but it all just going to depend on how the coach distributes his talents and wants to use his players. Danny Alves is iconic. He's Played on some of the best teams in world at the club level. Uh, again, he's a Brazilian. Like all, all three of these guys are actually Brazilian. These are these are all incredible wide defensive players, and they all did their jobs extremely well. Now, the fullback in today's game or wingback is is such a different position than what it used to be, because. There are world, what I would call world class fullbacks, meaning what is a world class player? To me, a world class player is a player that could start on any team in the world, doesn't matter. And like I'm saying, that there are some world class players who don't play the best defense, but the offense is so good. That they still get to lock down those these roles for their teams. A player like that that's pretty polarizing that comes to mind for me is Trent Alexander-Arnold. Now, if you remember from my center back episode, one of the players that I mentioned was Virgil Van Dyke. Trent Alexander-Arnold to me is a modern fullback in a way because. His going forward is exceptional. His ability to play these really, really crisp, nice passes is exceptional. And he's got good field vision and he can score. He's a very smart player. And he's a laser-sharp competitor. If you've ever watched any of his highlights, that dude is a competitor. He is a guy you want on your team. Now, another fullback that comes to mind for me is Reese James, who plays for Chelsea. You should look him up, Reese James. He is is the best sit or best, excuse me, right back or fullback who plays on the right side in, in the game, in my opinion. Why is that? Because he can do everything. I don't think he has a weakness. I don't think that there is any one thing that he can do better than another thing that he can do. He does everything at a high level, and it's all exceptionally well. Maybe one of the biggest knocks you can have against him is that he's not the fastest guy at that position, but he doesn't need to be with the skills that he brings to the table. He's fast enough. And then another player that I want to bring up for this discussion here is Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker, to me, is a really good modern fullback. He plays for Manchester City. You should Google him. Um, he is just lightning fast. Even at his, I think he's in his 30s, and he's still one of the fastest players on the field, Any on any field he's on. He's one of the best. Kyle Walker is not asked to go forward as much as he used to, he's definitely more of a fullback that stays back and has more defensive duties. Whereas Reese James, he's more of a right back in position, but I think more of his responsibilities for offensive roles has him going forward as more of a wingback. So that is going to be the players that I think you should Google Trent Alexander Arnold, Reese James, and Kyle Walker. So that brings us to the end of today's exploration into the dynamic world of fullbacks and wingbacks. These players are the engines of their team, tirelessly working the flanks to defend and attack with equal fervor. Next time, I'm going to shift the focus to the heart of the pitch where Strategy and skill converge together, and that is the midfielders. So join me next week as we continue to peel back the layers of soccer and making it accessible and fascinating for every fan. Thanks for tuning in to Saucy Football Breakdown, and I can't wait to share more of this beautiful game with you. Peace.